Hey, podcast listeners. Thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. Well, it's a... It's kind of odd being a public person because I try to keep some things private. And one of the things I tend to keep private is, is taking vacations. And I know many of you do that too. You don't put all that stuff out on Facebook lest somebody comes to your house while you're gone and rob it or whatever. But because I, so many of you already know that I went on a beautiful trip, I'm going to share a little bit about it. So I was in Costa Rica. And it was absolutely stunning. I was so blessed to be able to go there with the tribe of women. I've never, ever gone on a vacation like this with all women. Well, one guy kept popping up here and there, but he was pretty fun to hang out with anyway. So I was able to stay at my friend Mary and David's place down in Costa Rica. And most of the days were really rigorous. I'd get up, drink coffee... I'd go swimming for a while, go back, take a nap in the hammock, make dinner with the tribe of women. Repeat. Six days. Doesn't that sound awful? I know, right? Really stressful. So here's the little tribe of people that we spent time with down there. You may recognize a couple of them. But I thought I'd show you a little bit of the wildlife, too. But before I, I do that, Steve, back up one. Now, for those of you who have ever seen the movie Wine Country, (laughs) if you haven't seen it yet, see the movie Wine Country. That was pretty much our trip with no wine, just to be clear. It was just so much fun. All right, next one. So we saw these beautiful beaches, and they were that the lava beaches, you know, so they were black, unless you, like, sort of ran your foot through them, and then you'd see the white underneath. And we saw amazing wildlife one of which kept terrifying one of our friends. And I said, if you just make this sound like, like water out of a hose, it'll run away. But she was too afraid even to do that. So I thought we'd just try that now. <laughs> okay, it does work. If you don't like iguanas, that's what you do. Next slide. So that's our view. Yeah, again, really rough, infinity pool and all that. Next one. Monkey! Haven't you always wanted a monkey? We did a lot of singing on this trip, too, again. Oh, the view from their balcony. So much fun. Again? All right. Freud and Friday. Have you ever heard this term before? It basically means joy, joy. In other words, in the book that we've been reading on Wednesday nights, Atlas of the Heart, we've been talking a lot about how it is that we can celebrate the good gifts that we have been given in each other. Brene Brown describes Freud and Freud as when somebody comes into a room and they have a bright light shining, we celebrate the light and shine around them. We don't try to put out the light, right? I thought about this on the way in today, how the both media on the far left and on the far right seem to be wanting to focus on a 15-year-old Russian and a skier that sat on the side of a mountain after failing on the course 
And then I thought, but weren't there like hundreds of gold medals and bronze medals and silver medals passed out? And weren't there people that just finished the race that were as delighted as if they had received said medal? Freudenfreud is this idea that we celebrate the joy of other people. And we make it even more delightful by leaning further into it, into their success, into their goodness, into their grace. Now, the next word is schadenfreude. And you might know this. Uh, there's a, a TV show. God darn it, what's it called now? The one with the football player. Work with me. It's on Netflix. Ted Lasso. Thank you. Ted Lasso has a no schadenfreude zone. So that means that if somebody makes a mistake on the pitch, you don't rub their face in it. We live in a schadenfreude world. Unfortunately, we want to focus on Michaela and we want to focus on a 15-year-old when we're really called to focus on all of the joys that we have been given and that we will be given. And we want to also cup our hands around other people's light when it gets windy, right? That's the metaphor that I'd like us to use as Christians. We lift one another up during the difficult times as well as the good times. Schadenfreude came true as we were driving around Costa Rica in this image here. Now look at that beautiful view. Now imagine if you couldn't see that view anymore. Next slide. Now this is, there's a gentleman who lives here and there's a gentleman that lives just above him. They're good friends at one point. Back it up, Steve. That is an easement to get to that top house that you can't quite see yet. I'll show you in a minute. And the person that lives higher up said, no, you can't use that road to get to your house. So this poor guy down on the bottom then had to build like a $400,000 driveway to get to his own house. Schadenfreude? All right, next one. So what do you think the guy in the bottom did? He built a huge wall to block his view to the ocean. It's kind of hard to see in this because it's pixelated. But can you believe that? Schadenfreude. I'm going to do everything in my power to diminish you. What did we just read? Love your enemies. Do good. Treat one another as you would like to be treated. That's schadenfreude. And that's freudenfreude. Being able to lean into the view that brings delight in each other. Finding that spirit within us. Finding good in others when it's difficult to find good in others. Maybe, just maybe, everybody is doing the very best that they can be doing right now. Maybe we give them that much. Maybe we show non-judgment and generosity. Maybe we live into a deeper understanding of our own integrity 
and notice when people are really in need instead of focusing on ourselves. Is that hard to do? Yeah. Be here now. That's our theme for Lent. Being in this present moment and then the next present moment and then the next present moment. Instead of worrying about the things that happened in the past, instead of worrying about the things that may or may not happen in the future. Next. You will learn a lot about yourself if you stretch in the direction of goodness, bigness, kindness, forgiveness, and emotional bravery. Be a warrior for love. Amen? Next slide. I'd like us to read the quote together. This is Jewish Wisdom Teaches, everyone. It was for this reason humanity was first created as the one person, Adam. To teach you that anyone who destroys a life is considered by scripture to have destroyed an entire world. And anyone who saves a life is as if he saved an entire world. Does that make sense? Okay, I have a cartoon. Helping one person might not change the whole world, but it could change the world for that one person. Again? Now, we have schadenfreude, right? We know what that is. It's taking joy in the misery of other people. Now, this crew, there's about 24 of us, two dozen, that went over to have a bite to eat the other day over at Las Margaritas. This is our older, wiser Lutheran seniors group. And I love going out to, out to eat with owls because there is much haggling at the end. And, and then the coupons come out, and then the, the cards come out, and then, and then some people have cash, but they don't have enough cash, and then they, they start haggling between each other, and it just ends up being a big mess. So I just always bring a 20 and throw it on the table and sort of walk away. <laughs> just make sure she gets enough tip. That's all that I want. So you can imagine this, this whole table right down the middle of Las Margaritas, uh, which is in the old Perkins, by the way. It's not up on the hill anymore. I'm saying that for me because I couldn't find it the other day. Um, and we get done collecting all of these random tabs, right? And it's just a mess. And I feel so bad for our waitress because she's, she's just got, you know, all of these slips and bills and cards. And it's just, it looks like a disaster. And she comes back like five minutes later and she's like, I'm giving your money back. And we're like, um, why? Well, because this woman over in that booth paid for the entire tab of everybody. I'm like, are you kidding me? There's like 24 people and many of them are drinking margaritas. <laughs> like, like, I know how much that costs. It's a, it's a good chunk of change. And then somebody goes, was it you? And I'm like, no. <laughs> why would I do that? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I have done that once. Um, it felt great. But I was just like flabbergasted, and I think everybody was flabbergasted by having that just incredible surprise, Freud and Freud. Like, they saw the joy that we were having, despite the haggling. I mean, that did get rough. But they saw the joy that we were having together, and she just did this act of random kindness. And then she says, come outside, I want to take your picture. And she takes this picture 
and frames all of them for all the people who joined together in that meal. So if y'all were there, come up and get your picture afterwards, because I think this is a wonderful way to celebrate Freud and Freud. Joy, joy, joy. Love your enemies. Celebrate one another. Stop the schadenfreude. Stop yourselves from doing the schadenfreude. Do not take delight in the misery of others. Instead, support them, uplift them, celebrate alongside them. Let their light so shine before others that they may see the glory of the God that lives within them. Need I say more? I don't think so. Seriously, love your neighbors <laughs> and your enemies, which is a lot harder. And for this good news, we can all say, thanks be to God.